There's nothing like nativities. There's nothing like the Christmas season. I love it all. Uh, if we haven't had a chance to meet, I'm the lead pastor here, and you need, to, you need to know I'm kind of a freak about Christmas. I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies. I love Home Alone. Almost every night we've got a Christmas movie that we are rocking out to. I love the Christmas music. I love Christmas cookies, which they're going to be in, in, in abundance here in just a moment. I love Christmas. But I have news for you. All of the things that we typically love about Christmas many times have very little to do with the true heart of Christmas. What Christmas is about is Jesus coming to this earth, being born as a child, living as a man and literally giving his life for you and for me. Now, when I, this was a few years ago, my, my son was in the, the, the nativity just a few minutes ago, the, my oldest son. And as a, as a good pastor, I have to ask my children if they really understand the reason for the season. And so several years ago, I literally asked my son, Graham, I said, this is at dinner, I said, Do you, tell me what Christmas is all about. And he said, without missing a beat, and I quote, he said, David hit Goliath in the forehead with a rock. They cut him up into pieces and ate him for dinner. And that's why I know the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> this is what he said. Woo! I am doing a great job in my house. A great job. <laughs> There's a lot of things competing, are there not? for the heart of Christmas. And even as our kids join us and, and get back in our seats, some of them are going to be sitting in your laps, I'm going to take just a few moments and I'm going to remind us what we celebrate and why we celebrate it. Can we do that this morning? If you've got a Bible, you can turn uh, to Isaiah chapter 9 or you can follow along with me on the screen behind me. But 700 years... Before Jesus was born, 700 years before he was born, a prophet named Isaiah predicted the Messiah would come. And this is what he says. He says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And in verse 6, he says, to us a child is born. To us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders. In other words, the rule. He'll reign. He'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God. I read that wrong. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, it's Christmas and with it comes colder weather and some of you have had kids, maybe you're here visiting because you know you had family that was in this little presentation. But this time of year, a lot of times kids get sick from things at school. Some of you might have a child that's gotten sick. And we did. And we had the blinds shut and the curtains closed because you know, we wanted them to get good rest. And it's amazing, when, when I came in, and it was time for them to just kind of get up. They were, they'd been sleeping on the floor in our room, and they needed to just have some light hit the room and kind of face the day. And I threw the, the, the light, whatever the curtains are called, that block out all the sun. Whatever they're called, I can't remember. But our room looked like a cave. 
And it's amazing when light hits that room. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you, you can hardly even see. It's so bright. And thank goodness that that's what we get to live by rather than trying to function in darkness. Trying to live your life while your eyes will get adjusted to it. That's not how you're called to live. That's not the kind of life you want to live in perpetual darkness. And so why did Jesus come? Why was Jesus sent? Why did he live this life, come as a baby, and literally live a life for you and I? For one reason. And it's the true heart of Christmas. Those in darkness now have light. The miracle of Christmas is this. Those in darkness now have light. Do not, I'm begging you this morning. I'm not going to, I'm only going to preach for like 45 more minutes. So, you, you know, it's fine. <laughs> so just hang tight, you know, whatever. Just kidding. I, I'm only going to take a few minutes for us this morning. But it's important that we catch this because in the coming weeks, our kids will be out on vacation. Stockings are going to get potentially filled with things, maybe a little coal here and there. The elf will be on repeat or the Polar Express, depending on how many kids, how young your children are, home alone, Christmas vacation. Come on, somebody. Right? But if we're not careful, we're spending time with our family, but we miss the heart of what it is we're really celebrating. The miracle of Christmas is this, that those who are living in darkness now have light. That's the joy of Christmas. You do not have to live in darkness. John 8, 12 in the New Testament, Jesus says that this, as a grown man, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that's what Jesus is about. He lights up the darkness of your lives. And if you're like me, man, there are times in my life where my heart doesn't, it feels dark at times. You're discouraged. You're struggling with sin. Your relationship with God, it just, where are you? You feel you don't know how to pray. You're not sure if you should pray. You're not sure if it's even okay that you should pray based on the condition potentially of your life. And you're wondering, God, what, what is this thing? Well, I've got great news for you. Number one, God desires relationship with you. And he desires relationship with you so much that he wasn't afraid of your personal darkness, your junk, your jank, all the stuff that you're carrying with you. That does not intimidate the God that we serve. He is a good God, a great God, and he's so good, and he's so great that he sent Jesus for you and for me. He lights up the areas of your life that are dark. Matthew 5, 12, or verse 14, Jesus says something else. And this is one of the takeaways that I'm going to give you, and this is how we're going to close today. There's no keyboard behind me. There's no, you know, musical moment. And I'm not going to rock a little, you know, pop and lock hip hop, you know, to wrap things up. I'm going to leave that to Amy. But Jesus lived for you and for me. He came to this earth and lived a life. At 33 years of age, he gave his life for you and I that we might not be buried under the weight of our sin. But he took 
the weight of our sin. He took it. He carried that weight so that you and I could live free. So that you and I could pray and be heard by God. So that you and I could have restored relationship with a heavenly father. And also have really great relationships with each other. Because they're rooted in Jesus Christ. They're rooted in a love for God that's bigger than your own personal thing and your own personal agenda. You learn to love like God loves. In fact, Jesus says it like this. He says that you are the light of the world. A few minutes ago, I just read that Jesus is the light of the world. And now he's saying that we are the light of the world. In other words, when you put your faith in Jesus and choose to follow him, he gives away who he is to you. And you're the light of the world. A town built on a hill can't be hidden. You see it. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. What did Jesus do? He lit up the darkness because he's the light of the world. And then he does something miraculous. When you choose to surrender your life to him, he gives away that light. And now everywhere you go, you light up the world just like Jesus. So this Christmas, what do you get to do? More than watching great movies and, 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 eat, and drinking eggnog and all the Christmas festivities, you get to light up every situation you walk into. You get to light up that living room. You get to light up the moment when your family wants to fight and it's tense or stressed at the Christmas dinner table. You get to bring some light to the conversation. You get to bring light to the room and the peace of God everywhere that you go. You get to bring the light of God to your parenting, the light of God to your gym, the light of God to your business association, the light of God to your neighborhood. Everywhere you go this Christmas, you get to bring the light of God and you get to shine everywhere you go like a good old Christmas light. You get to bring God's light with you. Amen. That's a great Christmas takeaway. Everywhere I go, I'm taking God with me, and I'm letting his love shine everywhere. So here's one of the things that we're going to do. I'm going to give you a really practical takeaway today. We're going to pray, and then it's Christmas cookie time out in the hallway. It's pictures. It's laughter. Maybe a little bit more dancing in the hallway. We'll see how it goes. Everybody take out your phone. I'm assuming I don't want to go too far. But I'm assuming most of you have a phone where you could set an alarm, a timer, or maybe your smartphone. Here's what I want you to do. Today is 12:15. One of the things that we've been doing at our church and in our team, our leadership team, is we've set a reminder on our phone at, for 12:15, for which was today's date. And it was to remind us to pray for this moment, for you, for the church, for our community. But I've loved it so much, I don't want it to stop. In fact, it's been such a great moment to just stop and remind myself who's in charge of my day, who's in control, and how can I live like God? 
How can I love like he loves? And so we set an alarm for 1215. So if you have a phone right now, here's what I want to ask you to do. Set an alarm for 1215. And when it goes off every single day, that's just a reminder for you to say a simple prayer. God, help me to remember what Christmas is all about. And help me to love like you love today. Or maybe there's something else that you need to be praying about. This is your moment not to just talk about it, but to now actually bring it to God. And pray to Him. Whether you're new to church today, whether you're a guest, whether you were invited, whether you came because your family and you're cheering on uh, kids that are, were in the nativity, it doesn't matter. All of us can learn to grow in praying and literally taking more steps during our day to shut down all the busyness and focus on who God is. So that's our big takeaway this Christmas. Shine, shine, shine away. Shine with the love of Jesus to everyone and everything that you come into contact with. And to help remember to do that, set an alarm for 1215 today's date and when it goes off that's your remember that's your moment oh god's in charge i'm praying to him merry christmas amen can we do that this year can we do that with just a couple weeks left before christmas do you guys know that kids it's 10 days christmas is 10 days away the new year is just, I mean, we're talking two weeks out. What if we took some actionable steps and grew in our time of prayer and focusing God on God and let him take control? Wouldn't that be a great way to wrap up the year? Stand to your feet. I've got just a couple things. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to give you two things to keep in mind as we leave today. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of dance, the gift of song, God, joy, the joy of the Lord, Lord, that we saw on stage today with, with kids, with teens, with all of our volunteers. Lord, we're so thankful for, for the simple gift of Jesus and the story of Christmas that light has come and driven out the darkness. We thank you for it. And today we're asking that you would help us to focus on that which matters most. Not all the festivities, but on your son Jesus. Help us to become more like him, to love like him, to be kind like him. Father, we love you. We worship you. It's in the name of Jesus we all say, amen.